0: What's popping, y'all, yo, it's your boy Jace, welcome back to another episode of the If I Speak podcast. In today's episode, I'm really excited man, I've got a legend on the podcast. Yo, my guy ATM man, how you
1: doing? It's been a long I'm time. Good, I'm good, I'm uh I'm excited. I wouldn't say I'm a legend, but I appreciate the introduction. Really? That's uh, far from humbling to say the least, but I bro, appreciate it man, how are you? Yo, you're, le- you're the legend on the streets bro. Like, uh, stop it man, stop it, I appreciate it though.
0: I missed you, man. I missed, I missed you. you
1: too, man. Honestly.
0: Yeah. So how have you been, bro, TN? How have you been? Have you been? Um,
1: tired. All the time. No, um I've been good. I've been good, like, uh, just trying to process everything, really. Honestly, yeah. it's a lot. It's very overwhelming yeah. to go from basketball 24-7, yeah. 365, to now I'm in England. Like, I'm in the cold. Yeah. I haven't been cold in a long time. You know? yeah, and, yeah, I can tell you. Um, I, see, I see your snaps, bro. I'm like,
0: god damn, looks warm. Even yeah. in winter.
1: But no, I've been good though Like I'm just catching up with life A lot like to catch up on in Birmingham So You know, I haven't seen you in Like a year, bro it's, Yeah, it's been forever So it's like, you yeah. know You think about us And then other people as well It's just like It feels really new to me right now Yeah yeah. Because
0: You know what it is? You came back last
1: time, but You didn't even You didn't holler at me, bro I was like, <clears throat> what the hell? I was so disappointed You know what it is? And I, I, I might as well make this A big apology to anybody Who's listening Because <laughs> there were quite a few people That fell into that category But the reason for that it's just uh, mental health in itself It's yeah. one of those things That I had to really learn to deal with And one of those ways were taking that little holiday yeah. um, I took that little time to sort out some documents that I needed In terms of my UK residency And yeah. my Angolan residency But at the same time it was more of a case of like I just need to be out of that basketball environment for a second right? Yeah. And then I got here And I found that I was just living in the moment you know, taking each day as it comes and I occasionally jump on Snapchat and Instagram, cool. But it was just like being present. And then I realised when i go up to bed and I'd see messages like, oh my God, you're in Birmingham. I'm like, you're here. Like what? I'm like, poof, that's a lot. That's to process. And I just, I didn't have a lot of time, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was like, you need to see your family. You need to see your yeah. aunts and, and cousins and whatever. And then you need to see ex and then that person and that person. And then, yeah, it's
0: just... Yeah, that's fine. Because, well, um, you was living a celebrity lifestyle, wasn't it? So, you know, and everyone shoots up your... basically just pops off your gram and then no time to answer. I feel the same right now, but uh, like, that, that's how it was, right?
1: It's I wouldn't say celebrity lifestyle because that's the thing is that everyone assumes that it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even go to Asda anymore. It's not, it's not that. It's just, I think growing up in Birmingham and stuff, I really like had this whole social butterfly thing yeah. you know, like, where I'd be hanging out with this person today and that person over there. And my circle yeah. was quite varied, you know? I could be in a bit of everything. And then what happens is when you reach this level of basketball now yeah, and, you know, people have watched this entire journey, a couple of people here want to hang out, a couple of people there yeah. want to hang out. And it's not celebrity stuff. Like, I'm not here like, oh my God. This is... From one person who, when I talk about my personal circle, we were like five of us, right? So yeah. from one person who just texts five people every yeah. so often, To five becomes ten, ten becomes whatever. And right now I'm sitting on five. I'm sitting on like forty plus messages, right? Right. And I'm like, that's just overwhelming, you know. I'm I'm not saying something big. It's just. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. you. So Tien, I want to ask, how was your pro basketball life like then, in in Um, Agoda? What do you mean by? that? Do you want a, like a day to day, or do you want just the whole overall summary type? Why why don't why don't you give me both, though? so How was it day to day, and then overall your overall experience? Okay, how so was it as a pro pro baller? What would happen is let's let's start the week on a Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday night we get a message, and the message says your training schedule. So yeah, we'd hit the gym three times a week, but we'd make sure that we try and hit the court four maybe five, right? Yeah. So it'd be. Monday, you'd go gym at seven in the morning, gym hour and a half, two hours. And then you'd rest between that period where you do whatever you want to do. And then it's back at the court for two and a half hours, right? So that's two training sessions. So Monday would be two and then Tuesday would be one and Wednesday would be two. And we kind of alternate through that sense. Um, Yeah. But COVID is something that we really had to take into account. Um, We were staying in a bubble situation. So everyone was in an accommodation. Uh Uh-huh. And I was next door to the accommodation. Um, fortunately, I man- managed to create an agreement where I have my own little space, and it was a lot better. It's my own house. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really do anything. It was basketball, seven in the morning. It was
0: basketball, basketball, basketball.
1: Yeah. Right? Cause then we I, come home.
0: Yeah. Because I remember. I remember. I made a joke to you. It was like, yeah. How was your basketball lifestyle without the, the you know, the clubs and such?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and that was the truth. It was that up until the last two weeks coming back to England it was you know you had your little side adventures that we can jump on but it was basketball home basketball home game basketball home that was it yeah and with that you learn a lot of discipline you learn how to kind of just be focused all the time and you know in that sense that's the you know whole idea right but in terms of like the lifestyle and how things change is when you do have your own free time in the weekends and stuff you know it's like you really want to stay away from basketball for a bit, right? Like, yeah, you hit a Saturday and a Sunday, and you're like, okay, cool, no basketball, I can relax. But then it's like you go to certain places, and people know you because they saw you at that game, and you're like, oh crap, you know, just, <laughs> that's, that's strange. Um, you know you go to certain places and you get a little like oh yeah you can you can jump in the queue or you could do this and Joey, just like, they let you jump the queue they yeah it's, and you sit there and it's like that's that's wild so it was a lot of processing yeah. do you know what I mean it was a lot of processing because with that becomes discipline because you yeah. have people who who see what you do and they want to replicate that so you, you need to go certain places and you need to behave you need yeah. to be a certain type of way so I feel, I feel like that's
0: with every career though like once you're in the business like you're in a full time job you need to represent yourself in a good manner like even basketball even my role like let's say when I'm on the streets I need to dress nice because mm-hmm. I can't be looking like a like I, I look professional on a weekday I can't be looking like a bummer on the weekend just just the risk that I might bump into my client on a, on a weekday, weekend so that's yeah. why I need to be well represented even on off days I think that's the same with like basketball as well exactly
1: right? and then people don't tell you about the little rules where it's like, because you're representing the club. Yeah. You know, we have we have fines. I heard stories. I heard a lot of stories about those fines. You can't do that and some of the fines. So, you know, it's COVID protocol, right? Yeah. You can't be in certain environments. You can't be in certain places. Then you post a photo with your cousin because it was a birthday. Yeah. That photo's on Instagram and then an account that you've never seen before has seen that Instagram story and you're like, hmm. and then on Monday you've got a fine because you're out. Yeah. So you have to be very Disciplined.
0: okay so you bought your you bought two topics like right? first one i wanna it's a short one so i wanna ask that first so compared to your like basically your salary and your
1: fines how much did you did you get fined throughout your your, your career <laughs> i i i'm gonna say that i've caught some weird ones yeah but i i don't think i'm the worst i don't think i'm definitely I, you know i've probably been fined three or four times in an entire career and I know people that get fined like three or four times in two weeks you know (laughs) you just have to be smart about certain situations and that's just you know just kids being kids and doing like little meddling stuff we're not doing anything dangerous or whatever before it sounds terribly bad but you know there's certain things that you do (laughs) being late is a fine that's a fine yeah but then what happens is because we leave what would happen is we have two minibuses right we split the minibuses we get under we go to training but it's like, if one minibus breaks down, fined. The, whole, were, the yeah. whole the whole, minibus. Exactly. So I started using my own car, right? And then yeah. it just became like, oh, I'm going to go with a because I know I'm not going to get fired. So yeah, people get late fines all the time. It's just, you get them in the weirdest of ways. But
0: yeah.
1: I was quite balanced. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy.
0: That's good to hear, man. And then the second point uh, during the speech that you just gave, it was mental health. Yeah. Like, cause you know how it was basketball, basketball, basketball every day. Yeah. How was that on your mental health? And then, like, I understand why you had to take you know that those days off on your off days. In in terms of mentally, how did you prepare yourself for
1: okay. for the for the week to come? So I'm gonna go. How was that on my mental health? And how I'm gonna how did I prepare myself? Yeah. Um, for my mental health, it was it was difficult. That's and I think that's one of the things is that I remember being that person that would hear people talk about mental health and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like I get it. Yeah. I understand. Just take care of yourself yeah I get it but now you hit a point where you have to actually be serious about it and go like nah this is real yeah like this isn't something like I thought yeah I've had days like that too and then you actually have a day like that and you're like whoa it's whoa, whoa, a bit mad Um, I think for me basketball I think the reason why I got hit with certain difficulties is because basketball was my stress release yeah if you know me before this whole situation it was very driven in my media and product design or whatever and basketball was a hobby. So yeah. whenever university would stress me out or whenever I'd just be a bit stressed at home or whatever, you go play basketball, yeah. and shoot some hoops. So what happens when you've trained 16 hours a week? Basketball, 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 basketball. Yeah. And now you're getting stressed out and you've had a long day and you've had a bad... Well, what do you do then? Because it's not basketball. It's not basketball. Can't, it can't be basketball. Can't do that again. And then the dismissal of mental health sometimes, right? Because yeah. you could be having a bad day and no one else knows it, right? But you don't want to say anything yeah. or whatever. And then what happens is that kind of piles up, right? And then sometimes you've had situations where you speak about, speak about it to somebody, right? And then being in a third world country where culture and attitudes are different. And, yeah. you know, the way people view things, very different. yeah. A mental health, the idea of a mental health day, or the yeah. idea of, look, I'm just not feeling mentally up to it, kind of gets treated in a sense of like, man up, mate, Psh, you, you get paid. Yeah. This is your salary. I, I don't care. So... <laughs> you realise that you need to take care of yourself differently. Yeah. So you need to make sure that, like for me, how I dealt with it and how I prepared with it, prepared for it is I had to take control of my own decisions outside of basketball. I had to make sure life was completely mine. Yeah. I needed to make sure that I was doing what I wanted to do and what made me happy. Yeah. Whether that be physically or mentally. So I'd finished training and the moment I finished training, it just so happened that, you know, creating art, reading a little bit, And staying away It was specifically Using my phone I love social media I You know that I love posting But not Communicating On it You know Enjoying memes Enjoying a nice little read Enjoying YouTube Facebook or Whatever drama But not actually Being active in it So there'll be so many situations Where I, you know, I'd post some art that I made, or I'd post something that I find hilarious. But I'm yeah. not actually replying to people. Yeah, and that's where the the trouble kind of comes right because it's like, oh, you post, but you're not replying. I was like, that's my way. <laughs> Yo, know, I'm dealing with my own. How like I'm just everyone's busy. Yeah. So it was just one of those and then obviously yeah. having my family in Angola you just spend time with your family and just
0: Yeah because uh, yeah, you 20. you mentioned about um, doing art right I've uh, seen yeah. a couple of those TikToks I was like yo Tia on something right now man you know when you just drop the hat and then you kick it and it's a different outfit I was like how does he do that man I
1: this it's a fun thing that was always like just a time because it was like it was a flip I mean I'm at university and I'm doing editing and design work and whatever relax to play basketball so I found that when you're playing basketball all day every day relax by making the thing yeah. that you do at uni so that became TikToks and it became a couple of Instagram posts yeah. but yeah it was just fun but then you know when you have to focus you don't have time to do that anymore yeah same
0: okay so um, this brings me on to the next question I wanted to ask you I think I kind of asked you in a PS P, uh, PS party one time but like you, you mentioned it. I was like Tien, hold up this, mm-hmm. is a, yeah. this is this perfect
1: for the podcast. This is oh. what actually made the podcast.
0: happen. <laughs> yes, I was like, happened, okay. I was like, hold on to your to your thoughts and say it in a podcast. The question was, how was your role different in like Angola playing a pro and uh, compared to um, UK basketball? Because I remember when you played for BCU specifically, you was basically like the leader type. You was the leader mm-hmm. of the team. Everyone like looked up to you. Especially for me, like I known you since I was fifteen playing for like uh, COB under sixteens. Yeah, was a you, you was like the big brother to me. So, like, you was, in my eyes, you was already, always the leader to me. It? So so I was wondering, like, how was your role different in Angola playing professional basketball?
1: It's very interesting you say that. And I appreciate that. that was really nice to hear. Yeah. Um, you don't really hear those kind of things, so it's just, it's yeah, different. You're um, like a big bro to me, bro. I mean, it's it. always it's been days, that, isn't it? like that, though, yeah. is And that's, that's crazy, and I appreciate that. Um, I think the craziest thing in that way, my role, is that no matter what team I play on, this was before Angola. Yeah. I was never the fastest. I was never the strongest. Yeah. I was never the best shooter or whatever. And that's something that I knew. And I remember I'd go to certain teams or try out certain places and I'd be put off by the idea of playing basketball because I never felt good enough. Yeah. And I found that the people that were better than me wouldn't really try and actively make me comfortable. And that's when, as I started evolving on my skills, I realised that I'm mm-hmm. trying to make everybody feel comfortable. I'm trying to make everybody play their best potential and just have fun. Yeah. Because nobody wants to come basketball, feel feel like crap and then just go home so that's what i yeah. wanted to do and then that slowly became leadership skills right because yeah. i'm good enough to be able to give out commands and directions and then whatever so you know again i'm not the best shooter but i know where to put my best shooter and how yeah. to get to whatever and you know i can talk to him and make him feel better about himself. you know what i mean like yeah it's more the stuff outside of basketball and you know being able to whatever you get it you get it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um that was something that even to the level of Angola, I still carried on doing it. Yeah. Um, my role as a person didn't change. I got there. I was actually the oldest player on the team. We had a very young team. I was yeah. the oldest player. Yeah. So when there's something outside of basketball that a 17-year-old, 18-year-old doesn't understand, he comes to the 24-year-old. Oh, they're only 17. Yeah, nice. these these guys are talents, very talented players. Um, they come to the 24-year-old. Yeah. I was the only one with a degree. Yeah. So when... It comes to the other guy who's who's trying to get into university or trying to understand does he want to go to university does he what does he want to do, they come to me yeah so that become became apparent and then that also became apparent on the court where yeah. can I go what can I do and we always had that relationship but that, as my role as a player yeah that was the biggest journey ever because as you know like my body changed a lot I, I'm gonna from, talk about
0: that later on like okay. you know, your
1: basketball journey so it was my role in my first year of uni yeah was to be a center yeah. That was that was yes first year second year third year even third
0: year you you play a bit of power forward but you was mainly still in the center role I, I would say exactly but we had like a uh, taller players like Kingsley so that's mm-hmm. why Kingsley took over the center role but you were still you know powerful like it, the, you was still playing the big exactly in in, in my well, in your third year my
1: second year mm-hmm. and then we moved on to Bears where center was actually more power forward yeah but then. I started taking basketball seriously and I needed to take into consideration that it was easy to be a centre Yeah, in Birmingham because who's this big? I'm not a lot of you guys. Yeah, You know, who's got a bit of agility with his movement, you know what I mean? So that was easy. But then, when you get this Angola opportunity and they look at you and they say, well, I've seen the way you play, we like that, we've seen this, we've done these tests, we like that, what position do you play? Yeah. And then you see the the seven foot guy who says, centre. <laughs>
0: not going to be a centre um,
1: and then you see the point guard who just ball is attached to his hand is a point guard and I'm like oh I need to change my complete style yeah. right? so my role was you know to be a centre and do that and then I get to Angola I'm now shooting guard yeah what me a shooting guard that was a myth yeah. like so I played my first season as a centre which was terrifying. You know, I'm six four going up against seven foot, six ten, six nine. And I actually held my weight because, you know, I worked a lot of my fundamentals like footwork and whatever, so that was actually good. But then second season they're telling me to it's listen, we don't want you inside at all. Like that first yeah. season, that was your comfort. Now we want you a like, shooting guard. So that's yeah. how my role completely changed, you know. Yeah,
0: so you you you, you was like a Draymond Green in, for your first season. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: that's a great way to put it, yeah. Draymond and now good. Yeah, you mentioned it quite
0: well Because like I want to talk about my basketball role And how it has changed You know, through C O B days To uni days Because back in C O B days Like, I used to be Ball handling like crazy Like, you know My shifting moves Everything And then once I got into uni, I realised those moves won't work anymore because they're bigger and taller now. So that's why my game changed a whole lot. It went from a lot of ISO plays, crossovers. I remember this specifically because, you know, Yeah. I don't know if I can mention his name. Dimoni, if you're listening, shout out to you. He hated me the first year.
1: Because every time I had the ball, I was like, ISO, ISO. Everything was an ISO. I remember (laughs) remember having to sit after a game and be like, yo, listen, hate to break it to you. He's 6'4" stop it <laughs> yeah I mean and yeah. you know but you learned and you yeah. altered your game
0: yeah I had to change my game so I uh, became more of a like I, I was always a role player I'm going to be honest but I was never really the start of the team but back in CLB days CLB days it, different CLB, CLB days, yeah. days was like. so that's why like uni days and um, basically uni basketball and youth basketballs are completely different because uh, uni basketball uh, the people are taller smarter and they move quicker so like back in CLB days one crossover I'm past the guy already. Whereas, like, imagine me crossing over Demani. I'm still in front of him. Yep. So that's why I changed my game up a lot to be me be being more pass pass first guard. And then it took me all the way to here. So I'm um, I'm still doing good. Uh, yeah. Great, so
1: man. you know we're playing on Wednesdays. Yeah. You know, I'm waiting to <laughs> properly be on your team. But
0: yeah, I'm that's good. true. That's true. Anyways, you did mention a point that I want. Well, brings us on to the next question.
1: Yeah.
0: How was Angola uh, Angola's basketball different to? England's basketball.
1: Ooh, that's it's a big, that's a big question. heavy questions, bro. I'm gonna elongate this answer. I'm sorry if I go off too much, but it's like, <laughs> you know, the difference is, is is the environment that you grow up in is a big difference. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you one thing, right? Is that I know how to play football, basketball. I yeah. can play badminton. I yeah. can play rounders and baseball. I can do all yeah. these things, and I can do my design work. And I'm quite really right. intelligent academically. That's awesome that's because I grew up in an environment that made me do all of these things you go to school and you learn all of that and you grow up and you do all these things and you pick what you're good at right yeah now that's how we get our professional basketballers here in England our homegrown English players you know they learn all these things cool in Angola we're playing against people who didn't go to school didn't have all these opportunities that we did they didn't have their idea of fun time it was very much different to us so they pick a basketball at five and they, that's it. That, that, that's it. There are people there that only know basketball. Yeah, you did
0: mention it to me in, in the PlayStation story,
1: like, the PlayStation group one time. And then with that, you realize one thing: with all the respect, due respect, and this isn't me trying to disrespect like the work that's being done in England and the UK and whatever. These guys are faster. These guys are stronger. These guys are smarter. It's terrifying. Yeah, like because I was scoring twenty, twenty-seven playing here at yeah. this lower level. Yeah. And when I play with teams that were at a higher level and whatever, I was still holding my weight nicely. So I felt comfortable. Yeah. To come to a place where you know, I remember my first dunk at like nineteen. Yeah. To come to a place where oh you dunked at nineteen well, I remember I was dunking at twelve. You <laughs> <laughs> got his first dunk at twelve to see guys jumping and they're hitting their head off the rim. Yeah. And getting hurt because ah, I jumped way too high. Oops, my bad these the fastest the, their intelligence you know we do shooting training right I remember you know I remember seeing some of my teammates go 20 for 20 on the three point line
0: yeah
1: I remember seeing the highest three point record that I saw while I was there was 51 51 three pointers yeah without missing Sh- Sh- where, and wh- that. where have you ever seen that before you see that on YouTube videos you don't. you definitely don't see that in the ledger centers that I was playing at in the UK. <laughs> you don't yeah, yeah a team where the point guard can dunk on you the, the team where anybody can this athleticism is crazy it's it's yeah. jaw-dropping like i spent more time filming my teammates just out of pure wow how even is it and that's the thing i think it's lacking a bit of intelligence and iq yeah but and that's me at saying at the highest of levels but i've noticed that there are quite a few africa uh, angolan players that have Played in Europe and then come down to Angola like, and you just see the difference, like yeah, it's crazy. But overall, the standard of basketball is a lot higher. Like yeah. I can't even, no disrespect, I can't. I remember playing with that team and thinking, which player that I've played with in my time will be able to come here and just hold it down? Yeah. And respectfully, my answer is none. Okay. okay. Like, I was struggling to hold it down myself. I'm like, it took me a long time yeah. to get to okay. that, and I'm like, no, nah, it's just different.
0: Yeah, because I-, I was gonna ask you a question, but I, I feel like your answer. But you already gave your answer, so I feel like it's irrelevant. I was gonna say, take the most uh, talented BCU players that you've played played with, and put them against your current Angola team, and who We'd would get be- murdered?
1: <laughs> yeah. BCU BCU would get murdered. But... Yeah, you and reckon Demani De can hold his ground? It's it's uh, it will take a long time for him to. I think with the right training, yeah, he's he's a name that comes into my head that goes, he'll be fine. Just yeah, train and adjust to that style of play. But right now from the last time I played it, it would just be very difficult. Yeah. It's the speed. you are sprint, like, I could show you clips of our games, we're sprinting all the time. Yeah. Sprint, I, I, like, I've seen them on YouTube. I'll watch they, you play, bro. I appreciate that, man. I, I was do like, I,
0: I, I can't lie to you, but I keep skipping to like, where's Tien? Let me yeah. see Tiana. But then
1: you realise, oh, which one's Tien? The black guy with short hair, which is basically almost all of them. You're like, well, And the camera quality is terrible, right? Yeah. So you can't even tell who's who sometimes. Yeah. I've noticed that people like, who are you? It was like, I'm number 16. I can't even see yeah, number 16.
0: I, I knew you was number 16. So I keep go, I keep skipping into I see 16 on the court. Yeah.
1: Well, 16 first season, 18 second season. So yeah. It was just a, one of those. But no, nah, it's just, I don't think people understand that. Like, I went to see a Bears game last Friday. Yeah. Fourth quarter, we won by four points. Final score was 34. What? No. Fight. <laughs> I'm like... What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like 30 points? Come on. That's ridiculous. Can't when be... I'm playing games that are going up to 90s and 110s. Yeah. And you realise that basketball is a lot more. Like one training session a week is what BCU were doing. Yeah. Once, was, one was, a week in, yeah. in a game. We wouldn't stand a chance. We wouldn't stand a chance. They'd, they'd get bored so quickly. Yeah. And that's just out of respect of their hard work. They're the most talented athletes I've ever stepped i with
0: Yeah sure. So in terms of that How was you know, How was it for your development Physically then Tra- Physically Yeah Physically Because I can't lie. When when I first saw you back in Back in England Like last week Yeah I
1: was like Yo Tears growing taller it, I do think I do think I've grown Which I think is crazy yeah. But physically It's understanding that mm. I learned that I could do So much more with my body that I wasn't aware about Yeah, because it's like you, you stop the way you learn here is like okay I'll watch this video and I'll do that and I'll do this it's like cool but then you realise I get there and I'm like development wise I needed a lot more for my body the yeah. highest I could jump was the minimum necessary when I was over there yeah my maximum was their minimum my strength and all this and all that so you realise that on top of having your basketball skills sharpened your body needs to be able to do a lot more. You, like no one ever turns around, you know, oh I'm what are you training today? Legs. Yeah. What are you training today? Arms, chest, biceps. What you tra- well, am I training today? After this, after this podcast, I'm gonna to go to gym, I'm gonna do coordination. <laughs> <laughs> God, no, that's sick, I'm you gonna know? do speed reaction yeah. tests. You know, a little the green section where you can go up and down like, yeah. in that gym. That's what I'm gonna do. Sprints. Yeah. No one trains that. I do. No, but you know what I mean? On a typical thing, like working with a lot of athletes here and, you know, players that want to get better. And even when I was training to get to that level, yeah, you never stop and go, I'm going to work on my left foot coordination. Yeah. I'm going to work on my agility, you know, and that's the demand from the body. And then you have to make everything autonomous decisions, like your brain. Yeah. Something that I had to work on a lot to be able to just, this is what I need to do. But if J goes a bit more that way, everything that I just thought of, all these ten moves, have to be completely different. Oh yeah, yo,
0: you're making like a million calculations per exactly. second. It's
1: just, it's like pinging off of the nearest mo- motion and all that. Ultra instinct in basketball, <laughs> pretty much. You have to make it has to be autonomous. It's Like you have to stop thinking about it. Yeah. And then in terms of basketball skill, I learned that the fundamentals of basketball, the fundamentals of everything. I'm sorry, I have to say it. It's yeah. that you know Instagram trainers and all this and that I'm seeing people work out right and it's like okay I'm dribbling between my back 10 times behind my back and then I can do this in and out but it looks like a carry but it's not and it's a hezi and I step back and shoot that's not gonna work jab step <laughs> triple threat use your eyes to shift off your defender go to the basket when one cuts to the basket of one opens create a pick and pop you know what I mean it's like yeah. the basics of basketball Sharpen into a tea become the most amazing thing ever. yeah
0: honestly like I feel like teamwork and coordination is always the best yeah basketball like because I- I've played with teams like that just stand there You know I, I've been that t- I can't lie I've been that teammate where, where I pass it off And then I'm tired I just stand on the top yeah. And then uh, you, you shout at me as like yo, yo, Chase cut Chase cut And then Obviously with professional training It's instinct You pass it You got a cut But you can't yeah. stand there With me Like I can't lie Sometimes I pass it off I'm tired I like Give me a sec Give me a sec, a sec yeah. And then
1: You're, you're like yo, Chase cut bro like, it's, just, it's just motion. And I think yeah. That's actually one thing That I want to touch yeah. on Because you said it perfectly Team basketball Yeah uh, I've noticed that Basketball is a hostile sport yeah. When you when you say oh he played pro, the first thing that happens when walking the gym oh let's go one on one let's, let's <laughs> what you got what you got one thing to anybody listening to me, I am a terrible one on one basketball player. It's I will not same, I, I am not I will not go oh one on one first to twelve I'm pro- I'm probably gonna lose yeah but put me on a five on bro organized five on five basketball is my is, is bread and butter like I realized one thing is that when I was playing. Basketball in England was—it was really fun to learn all these crossovers and moves and blah blah. I play one on one against everybody, you know, right? And then you get to—you get to that level, and it's like nobody wants you to be able to do step backs. that listen, you watch our games, right? And you see our point guard get the ball or our shooting guard gets the ball, and it's just one little shifty move, three dribbles, and he scored. Yeah. Like one on one for me, that's one on one now. Like I'm (laughs) not—I'm not dribbling more than three times. Yeah. I'm not dribbling. I'm not doing any fancy stuff. It's just get me the space, get me my shot, and that's cool. But I noticed that in England, it's like it's a lot different. Yeah. You know, I was playing some people. I was playing some people in the scrimmage last Wednesday, and I think <laughs> I had the ball and I done the jab step and I drove to the basket and scored. And then yeah. I, when I watched the way he scored, he hit a step back three on me, which was crazy. But he hit that step back three after trying to do like seven hesitations and like four yeah. crossovers and a step back. And I'm like, there's a difference. Is that you have the skill to do? I don't have the skill to do that. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do what he did. Right. Like at all. I'm so impressive but I just learned the objective type situation, which is why one-on-one, on one, I'm not really all that as a player.
0: Yeah. I feel like with team basketball, you also mentioned, like cause since you already mentioned team basketball, I feel like it's important that everyone knows their role on the mm-hmm. team. For for example, I knew since after game in, uh, like in C O B days, I was, I can't lie, I was kind of the main scorer because I was the main yeah. ball handler. So it's always crossover, floater, and then I score. But like once I realized I'm in uni, I wasn't that great of a scorer cause, because, because like you know, mm-hmm. like I said, people are bigger, taller, so I wasn't the best scorer. So I know my role is a pass-first point guard. So like, like you said, one-on-one situations, I'm not the best score. I can't score like, that, yeah. that often, but it, like I said, five-on-five, five, if I cross over and I drive in. I know I can collapse the D and then I, that's when I kick out. So that's yeah. that's how I play. I think you, you know my play yeah, style, yeah. right? Yeah, that's why it works.
1: That's why it works. We, yeah. we know each other like
0: that. Everyone just needs to know their role mm-hmm. in basketball, essentially. And then, I don't know if you're allowed to speak about this situation now, but it, it, it's kind of funny because uh, <laughs> basically, I'm, I, I thought you were still in your pro contract, but you're back here for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you allowed to speak on your contract to see what, what's going on? <laughs> Do you want to skip this
1: question? <laughs> I... I would love to tell you everything that's going on. I would love to. Yeah. This is this is the If I Speak podcast. I hate to say it, Jace. if I speak. <laughs> You're <ever> in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting story. Listen, listen. Yeah. I walk in to gyms. I see my old friends. and like, so what? Oh my gosh. And this is the, the crazy part about basketball careers, right? Professional basketball careers mm. is that you don't understand that as much as it's a dream, And as much as it can be everything you ever wanted yeah there's a reason why you wake up from dreams there's a reason why you don't sleep forever and leave in this dream dreamland it's because dreams don't have consequences when you can fly in your dream you don't think about how much energy it probably takes to fly you're probably just flying forever right yeah there is a reality of this environment that I've stepped into that people don't understand yeah and I could sit here and we can make a five hour long podcast and maybe you'll get 10% of what happened that would be great but it's nothing bad it's just a long story with a lot of things that I don't know if I can speak about and it's not entirely my position to get out there on. but then what happens is you come back from Angola oh the whole world turns around and goes oh he's a professional basketballer now that's probably what he's going to do for the next 10 years you know like oh he's a professional basketballer that's it for the rest of his life he's just going to be shooting a ball into a hoop and that's it he's never going to do anything it's like and you're in that environment and you think is that really what you want to do for the rest of your life money's great this new lifestyle is pretty dope but yeah don't just want something because you think everybody else would, you know what I mean do things for yeah. yourself yeah right so with that being said you know there's a whole lot as you can tell there's a whole lot behind the contract situation and all of that yeah but I'm I'm explaining the story to somebody and they're like oh right crap I understand that's crazy and I feel good about myself because I've validated it's like a validation thing like you know why I'm here now yeah but then you talk to other people's like oh so you're not playing basketball more couldn't hack it could he <laughs> 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 he could ha ha 18s whack <laughs> you know fake what I mean? friends, friends whack. and it's like you know what I remember I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and he turned around and he goes you know what? why don't you just tell people you got cut from the team oh damn and I was like to be fair, I might as well, isn't it? Like, cause it it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, people are gonna make their own narrative, not knowing the truth, isn't it? Like, I've had yeah. seven or eight people already say, "Oh, you got cut from the team," which is not at all what happened. Okay. But I'm like, I guess you've already made your own narrative, and then I don't have to explain myself. If I just say I come being cut from the team, it's cut So yeah. it's one of those things where I actually can't fully talk about the situation, but you know, it's just it is. We're just gonna leave that there. Okay. You know what I mean? As much as I want to speak about it,
0: bro. As long as you're not cut from the team, that's what it is. That's all I need to know.
1: But even if I was, whatever, right? Yeah. But other than that, not that,
0: you did me- bring up a good point, Tien I want to ask you what what what's your plans life after basketball? Then, because you you said something about retirement after <laughs> basketball. You didn't say retirement, but he's like basketball can't go on forever. What's your plans after basketball?
1: It can't. See, the crazy thing is, my plan after basketball. That's a, that's a great. Or you you've you've. You know I mean? bro. like it's called it by speed bro <laughs> it's true my plan after basketball and this is a thing is that you realize that I, i've seen it being in that environment is you see people who start playing basketball then what yeah what do you do you're 36 37 my knees are probably like 31 <laughs> and there's still a lot of life left and yeah. what? are you just gonna let the money just go down then what do you have? Whatever. And that's one thing that I was thinking about was what is life after basketball? So I want to carry on doing something. Yeah. It won't be able to be basketball though. But I've got a degree in media and communications. Yeah. Thank God for that. That's great. But what, am I going to be a 31-year-old man with, because let's be honest, I graduated, then we had a pandemic and then I went pro basketball. Yeah. So where's the room to get work experience? Yeah, true. So I'm going to be 31. What, and what jobs am I going to be applying for? jobs that make me 19 20 yeah. a year. because that's that's your starting salary isn't it, it can be yeah. 19 20 21 22 at this point i'm 31 who knows if i've got a family yeah who knows if i've got kids who knows whatever fair enough basketball money great but then are you gonna carry on at 31 making 19 grand no yeah. you can't do that so i realized i need experience in my field yeah which is media communications i'm here right now let's get that experience Basketball for me One thing that I love Is that I love basketball As a concept Not being a professional I love being a basketballer Not a professional basketballer Yeah So if that's National League If that's YBL If that's a local scrimmage On a Wednesday I love that So basketball hasn't stopped for me Yeah I'm still working out Almost twice a day Mm -hmm. I'm still hitting the parks I'm still practicing my dribbling I'm still doing that Yeah Because I was still doing that Even when I wasn't professional But right now My plan is to kind of Work on my media career And create a future for myself outside of that, yeah. Because Jace, if I if I want to be a professional again in a year's time, I promise you I will do it.
0: You know, you know what? You you know when you made that first promise is that Jace, one day I'm gonna go pro. You know, you got that on record, bro. You we, record. We, I don't no, know. had that,
1: bro. It was a podcast episode that I done last time. This is my second episode. Yeah, I remember the first episode I was like I'm gonna go pro. Yeah.
0: Bro. No, it was the BCU. You yeah, know? it was the BCU training. It was yeah. like Jace. One day I'm
1: a gold pro. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we, that was the first day I practiced my jelly. Mm-hmm. Remember when we was going crazy with the jellies?
1: I had the orange hair. I remember I, if I'm gonna get the photo up when this we gonna clip this part. I had the orange hair, um, the white Jordan tank top that said 18 at the front. Yeah, these black shorts I had these Zoom Kobe ones, which were terrible. Some Zoom Kobe's that were terrible, and we were at. See yourself, yeah. I remember that day. It that was, was a yesterday.
0: summer day, yep. And then you was like, Chase, one, of these, one days, of these days, I'm going pro. And then I was like, Bro, I believe in you. And then you, you kind of made it a promise. You yeah, made I, it a I, promise that I'll promise
1: I'll go for it. I was like, I'll
0: wait for it. And then, bro, two years later, you're like, Chase,
1: this very day, exactly, bro, the white tank top with ATN at the front, Jordan at the back, the black shorts, and the practicing the jellies, practicing <laughs> the jellies. <That> <laughs> I remember 202 that 202 weeks ago, so uh, yeah. I guess that's how long it took. Yeah,
0: bro, bro, you made it. I'm, I'm so proud of you. That's Thank why I always you, say I'm proud of you, man. I if it. you make a promise, you, you, you will fulfill it. So that's how I, I do my life. And now, if I, if I say something, if I say I'll do something, I will get it done. Cause like you, you inspire me, bro. Like honestly, get
1: me all soft, man. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, in the hard jungle of Africa just going crazy, and you, you making me go soft on the podcast. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> 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 Alright, TN, I got another question for you, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did basketball change your life then because um I, I, you know you kind of mentioned it at the very start you was like you went for a weight loss program mm-hmm. in order to get to your current um current weight to play
1: basketball so how did that change your life uh, i'm gonna highlight two things like the physical and a mental aspect of how mm. basketball changed my life let's talk physically first of all physically you know we rewind 202 weeks ago you know we just got the photo 202 weeks ago i was 127.5 Kilograms. That's exactly how much I weighed. I remember that. Yeah. Never gonna forget that weight. I got forward that, and you know, you realize it, it was a case of I didn't. It wasn't about going pro. It's about being better at what I do. Yeah. We were practicing. We were practicing jellies that day because I couldn't dunk.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wanted to be able to dunk, but you know, I couldn't dunk. So I was well of jelly. So to dunk, I needed to lose weight. Yeah. To lose weight, I needed to eat this. I needed to train this. I needed to do that, and. You do that, you do that, and then you start to lose weight. You know, two hundred and two weeks later, I weighed myself this morning. I'm eighty-seven point five kg.
0: So you lost like over forty kg.
1: Yeah, damn. All of, you know throughout this entire process. Yeah. Physically, that's great. Um, and that's that's like the impact it's had on my life is that I know that I'm a I'm in a lot healthier place because you don't realize you know my dad was the big scare for me was when I see my dad is a big guy man he's yeah I've a been, girl, I've seen he retired in mad shape and then just went now nah, I'm tired I'm just gonna eat whatever I want <laughs> now is this walking wardrobe right yeah but then it was literally like in my last week of Angola he turns around he's like oh man my cholesterol is too high which is why I've been getting leg pains right and it's not that I never knew about these problems but I now know that this healthy lifestyle that I've adapted Physically has these kind of benefits Where when I'm in my 50s I'm in my so and so I know that I'm more disciplined to not Be in these situations Where I got these health problems You know I stretch now So mobility is not going to be As much as an issue As I hope it's going to be So physically I'm just in a better place Yeah Now mentally Basketball has been the biggest The best life change For me ever That's one thing I'm going to say Because One thing it taught me was Like discipline Yeah Because when people ask me Why did I do it I did it because I wanted to I wanted to go pro so I did it right Yeah. and then you don't realise like we'd wake up and we'd have the same breakfast every Monday every Monday we'd have egg on bread with some fruit uh, tea and then we'd just go out right if you're capable of doing that every single day if you're capable of taking 500 shots every Wednesday if you're capable of not missing a single training session not you know even on the worst of days still being able to go through if you're capable of all of that People don't understand skills are so transferable that you can do anything. Because, you know, I've come here now and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not playing basketball anymore. So that same determination and that same consistency of wanting to work and wanting to be whatever now gets applied into finding a flat. Yeah. It now gets applied into finding a job. And then when I get to that job, it's not basketball I'm not going to be running suicides I'm not going to be shooting three pointers but I want to be better than the other guy who makes more money than me why is he better than me right yeah. so I'm going to research that so now I'm working on my 3D and graphic design now I'm taking art classes so I can learn like, how to draw better so I can make better content yeah. than my guy so where my stomach which was once big belly rolls is now almost a six pack
0: yeah.
1: my ability to draw stick men is going to be my ability to 3D design because I'm training the training you put into basketball that same method yeah. put it into something else and that's like the biggest lesson for me, where it's like your mental state is is everything.
0: Yeah, talking about your mental state, I want to go back to me because I I realize I kind of you know lost down lost out on it a lot when I used to play for the you know a competitive team such as BCU yeah. or COB. I realized my body had to be in tip top shape. Mm -hmm. So, like, I always go back to, you know, when I went on that crazy diet, when I Mm -hmm. had, like, no. no. Weighing
1: out chicken, yeah, like, no. I remember it was like, this many grams of this. I was like, yeah,
0: yeah, like, I had no, no, sweet, no, no, I had no uh, sweets because, like, that was, like, sugar in it. I had Mm -hmm. no sugar in my diet. The only sugar, the only glucose I was getting from was from fruits. So I had protein and fruits only for like a whole three weeks yeah and then I, it was the most shredded I've, I was I've been like eight percent body fat
1: that's mad.
0: Like the only reason why I could I could have done that was because I wanted to see how far I can go
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how it would improve my basketball like a play playing style and then if you was to put me back onto that diet now I, I always say I can't do it the reason why I can't do it is cause I'm not playing competitive basketball now right so I'm like what am I going on to that diet for to see mm-hmm. that shape again but what was that shape doing nothing so that's why like after basketball i kind of you know s- fell off the gas so yeah. i'm not stepping on the gas as hard as, as a, i'm i not pushing my body as hard as i used to be because i remember like when i played for bcu cob i'm like shit, I, I need more i want more minutes bro yeah. and in order to get more minutes you You're need to uh, put through these working. yeah you need to go through these like hard-working determination type shit to to get there yeah so yeah I, I need to get back on it though like honestly so that's why it's great speaking to you you know you, you give me like I said you're, you're a big bro to me like whenever I need advice i just come to you and be like bro I need some advice I remember one time because was like after the pandemic it was the first tournament back I remember when I popped up popped up you say bro yeah I, I, I,
1: yeah you I, wanted some advice I remember exactly yeah what
0: I told you. It, was, it was the first tournament back in, in a, a basketball league and then I was like bro for some reason I can't get this excitement as, that, that I used to yeah. and I was like how do you do it from mm-hmm. a day to day basis and you was like bro just go, go there play basketball yeah,
1: and don't I think remember, about
0: anything else and then I was like I, I remember
1: him. exactly I, I feel like we may have saved that message but I remember us saying something along the lines of just like yeah. remember why you do that yes remember like remember why you wake up and you decide to work so hard to do it and it's like when you find your reasons I think a lot of people are going to convince you yeah. that you should do it for this reason you yeah. know you watch some sort of you watch a Michael Jordan documentary and he took it personal and he wanted to be the best so you now think that that's what you've got to do right yeah I played it for fun yeah I played it because I know that there was I remember like people would like to watch me playing. like oh hit like try and do this try and do that it would be pretty cool if you did this so I started learning it because I liked the yeah. idea and whatever so it's like that's still in my head yeah when I play I gotta win I gotta defeat the opponent in front of me but I gotta make sure that I'm always gonna yeah have my own enjoyment out of it, and that's that's what I said to you is that do things. You understand that you need to work hard. Understand that you need to push yourself, but understand why you do that. Yeah. Understand why you go for what you go through. True. Yeah, that's what love. Yeah, that was
0: that was great advice, man. I just went out there and played. I was like, I love basketball. That's what I play.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's just it. what I say and, to anybody, whether it's basketball or whether it's you know cooking or yeah. whatever. Just just enjoy yeah. it like just find your skill really just have fun with it you never know where it can take you like I was having fun with it I wanted to yeah. get better and better and then you know I remember wanting to get better than the guy sitting on the bench <sighs> to the point where I now want to get better to the guy in the starting five yeah. in an arena packed out with blah 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 like it I did all of that out of fun and it just become, it just got serious right Yeah, that can be applied anywhere
0: yeah yeah all right, bro, we talked a lot about basketball. Let's mm-hmm. go ba- like, Let's go, go. chill out a bit and talk about just life in general,
1: bro. Okay, Okay, okay. Let's talk
0: about your uni life, man. You was Ooh. a re- you was a really sociable guy. So how yeah. was your uni life? I, wa- I want to see how your uni life was compared to mine, bro.
1: <sighs> uni life was hilarious. Yeah. Uni life was hilarious because what I was studying is something that I felt was very autonomous to me. It was something that I worked really hard on, like my basketball or whatever, I guess. Yeah. I worked really hard and I understood it. And there were certain things that I was learning that I already knew, right? So it allowed me to have a bit more freedom. I yeah. learned things a lot quicker than the average or whatever. So uni life was like, I'd go into university. Yeah. And my lecture starts at 12 and finishes at three. But somehow, someway, I'd only be home at like 11 p.m. Yeah
0: because oh yeah, yeah that was the very first podcast i did like i was like how was uni life yeah I, 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 we did a podcast at the very start of this channel obviously it, it, it didn't go public because i think i think i lost the file sorry tn oh. <laughs> the
1: file corrupted i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to you see you serious i don't know but, so it's a it's not a video podcast it's an audio podcast i'm with my boy ty right now he's um, yeah, crazy crazy with the handles crazy with the shooting and you know he's yeah. looking like with all due respect he's looking like a bit of a goon isn't it? like he's got his big hoodie tattoo <laughs> showing yeah. he's looking like you know when you watch those breakfast club interviews and they're like there's those, that big guys next to him <laughs> and, you know, the moment he said corrupted file I had to look at him like do you want to whoop this guy's ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo I remember that one yeah because Uh, We did it as soon as your graduation. I was like, how was your uni life? Let's let's touch that. Let's go back onto that, bro. (laughs) uni
1: life, I was was very sociable because it was something that I was wanting to do. I remember secondary school, I was really tight with everybody and you get like this big sub. It kind of feels like family, right? It's like, People was like, oh, don't just throw around the term family. But it's true, man, because you got cousins that you really don't talk to but you see and you're just like, hey, okay, oh, hey. Yeah. Like, and that's what school always felt like to me. Yeah. Is that you got that one kid that you know is a bit of an ass or whatever, but oh, yeah, what's up? What's good? Yeah, cool. And that was it. But then... When I find go to uni where things are a bit more refined, right? People on your course like the same thing you do because they've been studying the yeah. same thing. They've been as passionate as you are, whatever. It kinda of pushed me to be social. Yeah. And then you played basketball, you played basketball, and every Wednesday you have to go on the basketball social sec night out, right? Yeah. And then the basketball hang basketballers hang around with the cheerleaders and the footballers no. and the rugby <laughs> players and the netballers and cool. So you've gone out with your media friends Yeah. on a Monday. I mean, you've gone out with your basketball friends on a Wednesday. Let's not forget that you have your friends from back home, Castlevale, Birmingham, yeah. like, shout out, CV. You go out with them on the weekend, and then on Monday, the cheerleader's saying hello, the person from the media class is saying hello, and that guy from the street that you met the other day is saying hello. Like, everybody automatically yeah. knows what you're about because you've been in, like, three different places in one week. Yeah. Right? So I was really sociable. I like going this, but... Yeah. I was always able to focus I'm sociable it's like a sociable in seasons isn't it like I'm sociable sociable at times focus you don't see me for like a month or two
0: yes bro your social connections are so wide bro like I can't lie like the first time when I went clubbing it was with you. <laughs> I was yeah. Be, oh. yeah. Yeah. That, that that's social remember. like I went. Oh, oh let's I, not. I don't know. If we can. I don't, know. I don't if know we ever, speak. I don't know if we can disclose that. <laughs> let's just say oh,
1: I, was saying, I went crazy. Let's go, Jace. <laughs> I was saying I was like, Jace, it's your first night out. I we need to get this, 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 and this. I went home. I was like, okay, I can't even see Jace no more. I don't even know where he is. I'm going home. I, I text him to see if he's okay. And I get a Snapchat. It was the equivalent of a shopping list. You say, "Oh, go get me some grapes and Lucas and cookies and just just show me grapes, Lucas and cookies. I'm like, hey, well done. <laughs> 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 oh fuck, it's fucked it's Okay, Woo. okay. Let's go back on,
0: let's go back on track. Mm-hmm. Let's go back on track. So yeah and then your, your fashion sense is also really really oh. amazing bro like what got obviously um, maybe it's due to your course mm. but what else got you into this fashion sense because I see your snaps yeah. you have
1: like a hundred pair of shoes
0: I see them right now
1: <laughs> I need to sort it out um, yeah what where did <laughs> where did uh, fashion come from yeah. Um, that's the thing was I've been inspired by I was always very inspired by what I saw yeah, and what I saw were a lot of music videos and a lot of rappers. Yeah, and a lot of, I love rappers. I love Kanye West. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, is that I, is he your favorite rapper? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's my go. He's my go. I don't want to argue about it. He's my go. Yeah. Um, and you see these things, right? And I loved it. I love. I always liked art. Yeah. And then you know you get to an age like art can be clothes. That's crazy. Your expression and whatever, and then that kind of developed. But I was always really big. I was always a big guy. I was a fat kid, wasn't I? Yeah. So. The fat kid was never able to wear skinny jeans. Oh. Like, I, I literally, I remember I was a, as a kid, what waist size are you? I'm, I'm a waist 36 right now. You're 30, I'm, 30, I'm a 30? You're a 30? Yeah. As a kid, I was like a waist 44. Yeah. There was no way I was doing waist 44. So I had to wear whatever I could. Yeah. and that's the thing then you start to slim down and you fit into your first pair of skinnies and then you fit into that and then your legs look good in this and then your arms look good in that and then I was like oh crap because listen if you go back if you go back 10, 11 years you can see me try and wear the stuff that I thought was cool and you're like that's yeah. a good outfit if it if it fit you yeah, <laughs> if it fit you properly or if that and you know like you know I hit that and I just started started one pair of shoes and I liked it and then that one outfit to go with that shoes and those shoes and then on Monday you wear the outfit and then on Friday you wear the outfit and then next Wednesday you wear the outfit and people go oh yeah, that's the guy and then I realised wait a minute I could wear a different thing on that day and a different thing and you just combine and combine and then you know with my creativity in general like I think I'm quite a creative person how I dress and how I represent is like a way for me to present myself yeah it's iconography right because I can Get, I can get a yellow marker right now on a piece of paper yeah, and draw an M yeah. and what's that? That's McDonald's right there. Isn't yeah. it? You draw two arches and that's an M because you recognise that from what you see. I always wanted to be recognised just by what you see. Yeah. As a first thing. I wanted to make a long-lasting impression on people so it's like you need to remember how I look, you need to remember how I sound, you need to remember how I communicate, you need to remember how I am. Yeah. But the first thing you do is see a person. You don't hear a person, like, you know, it's very oddly hear someone without seeing them. Oh, this is my friend Jace the first thing I'm gonna do is look at Jace yeah so that as much as the handshake hi my name is Jace I'm awesome is a good introduction so is the way you look right so yeah I started to kind of say okay I want you to understand this is my look that I've created and I want to present that onto you when you see me so I just became a bit more stylish right yeah then you get caught up in fashion and that's that's where I am
0: okay so this brings up onto the question that I just asked how much does your closet cost right now so what's the what's the why you have your closet well, the shoes alone is probably like over over five k right here.
1: So there's two things in in fashion, isn't it? There? There's resale and retail values. Yeah.
0: There. Let's so. let's let's go the the
1: price you purchased it. The at. Price at a price purchase. That's good. Shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. It's uh, I feel disgusting when I say it. So it's like I was never I never had that kind of I was very sensible with my money. It was never like mm. I always I actually said it yesterday getting sneakers were always like a. T- a treadmill for me right yeah a conveyor belt imagine a conveyor belt and when the shoe's about to drop and it's 180 pounds which i can afford yeah i see it and i'm like okay i'm gonna enter every single raffle and i'm gonna enter all of this and blah blah blah." and if i don't win it you know that when the shoe comes out it goes from 180 pounds it passes the conveyor belt and it's like 500 on resale right yeah the moment it hits that line i'm like well i can't get that (laughs) bye like (laughs) and then you go to the next one and then the next one so that's how it is a lot of my shoes were retail price because i just play the raffles or whatever you start playing basketball you make a little bit more money and then you look back at that conveyor about oh crap remember when you miss those air forces and now they're 200 pound you can afford that now can't you yeah so now i'm not looking at the new releases i'm like screw new releases i've always wanted a sean weatherspoon 97 ones. yeah i can afford that now so i'm gonna go back i'm gonna get that so a few things are retail a few things are resale so if i had to mix retail and resale we are I don't like talking about numbers like I feel really weird about it but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this bag and I've looked at two pairs of trainers that've already hit a thousand so we're in the we're in a very high uh, we're in a high thousands market yeah which is disgusting because it's gonna be a day where I can't afford rent and I go oh wow, we're in a thousands market shoes though
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <laughs> the thing with me though like with my sense of fashion like I always kept it controlled. In yeah. the sense that i don't I try not to go over a certain amount for each item yeah so like the, the shoes I'm wearing now I've got it like for retail because I I, I I was so lazy i missed the, I missed the drop so I paid 250 for these shoes yeah. which is the resale. oh yeah
1: the, I remember that day I remember that day because yeah, yeah. you got the uh, semi no you got the semi frozen no, that's not what they're called the 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 ice the blue tint blue tint that's what it is and then you got another one as well yeah so
0: I spent five hundred. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it
0: was the blueger 2.0 that I got yeah, but then yeah. basically, Because they dropped Simultaneously they, I think they yeah. dropped One after another And then It was my first You know Yeezys I was like Let me get into Yeezys And then yeah, The thing with me Once If I can't decide something it, It's a bad habit If I can't decide something yeah, both in I do both So I was like Fuck it Let me get both So yeah. I got both I spent 500 that day I was like Okay I'm not doing that again Jeez
1: But that's the thing That's just shoes though yeah because i remember and, and it sounds bad but i remember being younger it was a time in your life there was a time where and correct me if i'm wrong but you won't correct me because i'm right um, <laughs> there was a time where all you needed was a nice pair of kicks and it's that's it yeah i remember i'd go into college right and i'm trying to remember what the shoes were uh psh. it was some spizikes there were some yeah. blue powder, powder blue spizikes they looked like freeze but they were spizikes cool and they were nice and all I had to do was wear black jeans, a black t shirt, and the spizzics. Yeah. Woo, look at this guy's outfit. Sheesh, he got the spizzics. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> and now, it's like, the shoes don't even mean nothing. Because it's like, okay, cool, he's got the UNC Powder 4s, uh, powder right? Yeah. That's dope. But what jeans he got in now? Because people are like, oh, he's got Chrome Heart jeans. They got Miri jeans. They're like 800 pounds. What? And then he's got a Louis Vuitton t shirt that's 300 and a supreme bag that's one fifty, and a pouch next to the bag, and a bay pad and a CP company coat, and you're like, yeah, can't forget the belt. Can't forget the belt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like can't forget the belt. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. it's gotten a bit mad. So for me, it's always been like, I just want to find my own style and dress that right. Yeah. So fashion's gotten
0: a very expensive yeah. recently, bro. Like I can't lie, these high high end brands, it's going to drain you of your rent money, man.
1: And I I I get some of the brands. I get, I have a bit of. Off-White And all this and that But I hit this point Where I get what I want I yeah. don't get I don't get the trend yeah. So I death There's the big difference Isn't it Oh my god Those fours are coming out On Wednesday I need them I need them I don't I don't care Yeah Like I'm not gonna buy Louis Vuitton Because that rapper Released a song That says In my Louis Or I'm not gonna buy Prada Because someone's rapping About a Prada bucket hat Right Yeah I'll buy what I like So there are high fashion brands You know There are some streetwear brands Here and there There's some Hugo You know what I mean Whatever but it's stuff that I like. It's not like that's a trendy coat. I just get my own stuff, so that's yeah. my own sense. You know what
0: I mean? Also, one, one, one more question, Tien. It's in regards to you. You know your personal lifestyle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You told me like you like you love to travel. You've been to a lot of different cultures, even been, yeah. been to China. So I three wanna, times, yeah. Times. So, so I want to ask you what the different cultures has taught you as a person. So like, what different cultures? Okay, has, has, like how has the different question. cultures like made you the person?
1: it's taught me to open my mind
0: yeah
1: one thing it's taught me to open my mind and it's taught me how we learn as well because it's like wrong. it taught me that wrong from right are just man-made concepts that are just wild right because yeah. some of the things that are very right in angola are very wrong in england yeah. some of the things that are very right, yo you go to china You need to use the bathroom. You go, you open a cubicle. There's a hole in the floor. (laughs) There's a hole in the floor for you to squat and commit your necessities. As someone who's experienced a lot of cultures, I have to respect that. So I respect the way you, man, take care of that. Yeah. But I'm st- I still have to be like free-minded enough to go. That's wrong as hell, bro. Why are you squatting into a hole, bro. What happened to toilets? You know what I mean? I-, I can't lie. When
0: I first went back to China and I-, I, w- I went into my grandma's toilet, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So <laughs>
1: what I mean, and you're like, what <laughs> and then whatever. So it's like, but that's that's where you, the, the open your mind thing comes through, right? Because I'm like, yeah, okay, nah. But listen, look at how they learned that that is right, yeah, and look at how my culture taught me that that's wrong, yeah. I can't come into your country now, Jace. I can't go to China and go, you guys are all wrong for peeing in holes, you gotta use a toilet now. Like, this is how they were taught, you gotta be respectful of that and you gotta understand that process and apply it to other things in your life, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, right now I'm cracking joke about a hole in the toilet, but what happens when it's, you've been to different countries and it's a culture on how you treat women? Yo, that's a big one, bro. That's a big one. So, you know, we talked about toilets, but now we gotta talk about how you respect a woman in Angola compared to how you respect a woman in England are two completely different things. Yeah. How you treat your parents, how you respect your parents, completely different thing, you know? And that's that's been one of my biggest struggles here in the UK is how people treat their parents compared to how I treat my parents, how I was taught. And I was like, that's that's weird. Yeah. Right. So traveling to all these countries, it's opened my mind to understand that people, are, it's, it's opened my mind to be a lot more accepting. Yeah the world's changing so quickly. You've got LGBTQA plus and you've got, (laughs) you've got all these different cultures and societies and religions and spiritualists. You've got all of these things, right? That is like, you need to understand that it's not about your culture. It's about our culture as a a collective, right? And the more culture you experience, the more you learn to accept. And the wiser you become. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just learn new things and you kind of find your own person yeah there's a reason why i can chill and you know it's the cold reality of it like let's not beat around any bush you there's a reason why i can chill in the acs afro-caribbean society and then there's a ch- reason i can chill in the bame society and there's a reason why i can go yeah. here and i can go there is because i've been accepting of so many cultures yeah that yo know, today you're seeing me hang around with quote-unquote white friends tomorrow i'm with my black friends and whatever it's like yo nah like you start to get to a point where you just see people as people yeah and I think that's been the dopest thing about living in a different country and going to all these different countries. It's awesome to get Instagram pics and nice TikToks, but like, when you learn about the world, it's it's, it's really nice. So you kind of see things from a more positive outlook. So I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. Like, T N, we've been talking for a long time, bro. Yep. Whew. Yo, let's let's oh, wrap, give it a quick wrap up. Have you got any advice for the listeners that's listening? Just life advice, bro. I'm still listening to your life advice, as bro. So.
1: Life advice. Um this is gonna be some very interesting funny advice uh as great as it is to listen to advice also you know make sure you're making your own self happy don't do something because other people tell you like everyone has their own perception of happiness right yeah Find out what makes you happy. Find out how you feel validated. Find out how you feel supported and then live life based off of that. Yeah. Don't turn around and go, oh, because ATN said I got to work hard. I'm now going to start weighing out my protein and I'm going to lose weight and I'm <laughs> going to be happy. Like if I, if I lose weight and do this, I'm going to be happy too. No, find your own happiness. Find your own yeah. way of, you know, expressing that. Make sure you're not hurting nobody in the process and yeah just just live life it? that's the only thing I can say because everyone's different I can't yeah. tell you what to do and it will work out exactly how it was you know what I mean
0: that's true that's true I can't lie bro I, I kind of took that note <laughs> myself personally yeah, anyways Tien bro it's been amazing thank you for coming yes, on the podcast so thank you
1: for having me bro. bro
0: I've been trying to get you on for a long time bro. like I said bro like, you're a big inspiration for me thank but anyways <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening and I'll see y'all
1: in the next episode so do I send you my, my bank statement how do you transfer the money for the podcast I got
0: you I got right. you just cool. send, me the, send me the quotes <laughs> say
1: <Safe. laughs>